Welcome to Synchronicity, the podcast where we know that nothing is a coincidence and thus everything is intentional. I am your psychedelic psychopomp, Tahuti Hermes Trismegistus, aka Quetzalcoatl Calloway. And this is the episode where I get into. All right, if you have been listening to the last few episodes, you are waiting for me to get into my story about how I was almost cannibalized by white supremacists subconsciously, but truly it was leading to the conscious world. (laughs) And the only reason that me and my friend were able to become conscious of them wanting to cannibalize me and wanting to bring him into a cannibalistic ring of religious racism is because of the connections that he and I were making together. So I hope this podcast helps a lot of people, everyone who listens, whatever, everybody. (laughs) But I certainly hope that it helps people of color specifically who deal with racism so that you know how to navigate a sea of whiteness, truly. Because I, as an indigenous man, my whole month, that whole time in San Diego, was me being in a sea of whiteness. And again, I mean, growing up in Ohio, growing up in the schools that I went to, my grade school, now my grade school was like half white, half black. Um, And then high school was like mainly white, a good amount of black. College was virtually all white with speckles of black. (laughs) There were not many black people in the college that I went to, despite that college being in Chicago. So, hey, systemic racism makes America great. (laughs) So, I hope this story is helpful for all people of color who deal with being gaslit and really just uh, white energy because white energy is weird in how white people want to eat you. They want to consume you, but they have to do it with kindness. So, If you project too much of your own kindness onto white people, you will let them eat you. You'll let them rape you. You'll let them erase your culture from existence because you gave too much of your love to people who are hateful. So because white people are full of hate and they want to make money off of slavery and rape and genocide and say that God told them to do it, this is where their subconscious reality is literally based in cannibalistic colonialism so if that's the furthest that their mind can think on a spiritual system in a spiritual way then everything that they do inside of that mind all their communication no matter how nice or kind it appears it's always a part of their agenda their new world order of eradicating all people of color of whitewashing the entire earth because they want to be seen as the one and only true children of God. That's why they can make money off of stealing land, but you can't make money off of stealing the produce that they grow in that land. And then that's where white people teach us as black people that somehow we're the ones stealing from them when they fundamentally would not be able to even build a grocery store or any kind of store if they did not actively steal all of our farmland, steal our ancestors, steal our language, 
after we taught them how to grow because we were nice literally all the people of color throughout north south and central america we taught europeans how to live here before europeans used the kkk to kick us out of our own land objectively that's the history of every single country in north south and central america is the indigenous peoples being super loving to europeans and europeans being super hateful to indigenous peoples that's the only reason why europeans have made infinite amounts of money off of enslaving us raping us and stealing our land but we haven't made any money stealing their land raping them or enslaving them in any system but if you let them tell the story the whole point of them hating egypt is that they're fabricating that they were slaves in egypt there were not slaves in egypt so whatever concept of egypt they're selling is the exact same concept of the americas where we don't have slaves in Egypt, we didn't have slaves in the Americas, everyone's an infinite individual, everyone's using their Mercury to work for their own mind, to work for their own God, to work for their own Merkaba. It's only white supremacist Masons who want all of us to work for their Merkaba that steal, that stole everything from indigenous cultures throughout Earth so that they can turn the Ankh into a bonk and they can turn ill into a bill. And now they can use the Ankh to make all of us be ill. And this is how their racist religions make money erasing us from history. So this was a big time for me of um, learning how to really perceive people's projections outside of my own projections. And this was a, this is like, this is a circumstance where I had to constantly check in with myself, like every step of the way that I'm in San Diego with my white friend, with his white family with all the white people that love him but they're like using me and they see me as an accessory i truly had to keep asking myself am i crazy or am i experiencing racism like literally it was getting to the point where i called my mom about it because i was experiencing so much racism from them i had to call my mom i literally had to call her like hey you were right <laughs> like you you were completely right about how these people aren't going to view me the same way that they view and I think I'm really dealing with some racism right now. So this was a, yeah, this was a, this was quite a time for me. I'm about to hit this. We're going to fly, reflect on our past lives, and then come back to talk about my reflections on, I mean, the past two years. <laughs> but specifically what happened to me when I came out to San Diego and how I learned how to perceive the projections of people outside of myself, not just from those racist white people who wanted to eat me, but also from me being able to use DMT and see individuals that were completely outside of this universe or outside of my body. So San Diego was both a time of me learning how to perceive light from humans and perceive light from spirits because there are a bunch of experiences in san diego where i separated my mind from my body and learned so much about myself more than i could really process back then and that's what this podcast is essential for for me personally is me processing everything that i've learned about myself if i don't take the time to use english to process what i've learned about myself then the ego of Chase won't be able to further intellectualize and build off of where I am coming from.
So very important to make sense of one's past, right? <laughs> Again, that's your entire body. Your body as earth is coming from the past. Right now, your body is always coming from the past and going into the future. You can't avoid that. Your body's not coming from the future and going into the past. The whole point of your body right now existing is that your mind is moving into a future so that you can be aware of what I'm about to say next. So this is nature, us naturally progressing by building structures that allow our emotions to relate with individuals outside of ourselves. And then this is where time is a fabrication because time is simply the fact that we are experiencing the transit of something. So the moment we created something, that something is vibrating and that something has a different sense of time than something else that's vibrating at a different frequency. Which is why the whole point of this new world order of white supremacy is to get all of us as humans on the same frequency, right? That's why we all worship Wednesday as Woden's Day, holding the weekdays together. And when I say worship, I mean, I do mean as in we uphold it. And if we weren't worshiping these concepts, we would be using something else. So if you don't like the word worship, let me just say uphold. That's why we support this time system, right? Because I mean, I mean, I don't really know anyone who worships the weekdays, but subconsciously we do based on the fact that this is how we are connecting with one another. Like if you tell someone I'm going to meet you on Tuesday and you try to meet them on Monday instead, that was your fault because you lied. <laughs> you did not use the structures of the world that you're in properly. If you want to meet someone on Tuesday, you have to tell them Tuesday. You can't just make up your own word and act like you bring in a new time system is something that everyone's supposed to understand, right? So that's why we're all upholding Wednesday as the middle of the week Mercury Day is a Spider-Man day, holding the entire calendar together, holding the entire simulation together, holding all of astrology in alignment with one another. That's the point of the World Wide Web being the metaverse. You are fundamentally in a universe. And this is for all Masons, all the Ewes, all the white supremacists that feel like the one true jealous God gave them permission to rape and murder everyone that they're lying about eating, lying about stealing land from, lying about stealing resources from, lying about erasing the history of. The only reason that white people can do this is because Mercury's energy holds this simulation together. And I can't run away from my responsibilities, seemingly. <laughs> and that's the whole point. See, no matter how hard you want to run away from your responsibilities, because I've built Mercury and put Mercury where it's at in the Atlantean metaverse, I can't run away from my responsibilities of upholding what it means to be Mercury. So this, like everything I'm going through, this is like a whole whole journey on 
a whole journey that's meant to develop my organic character of Chase, all my traumas, all the trials and the tribulations, <laughs> all the tea energy for Tahuti Trismegistus, all the way down to TikTok constantly suppressing me and me just not feeling like I even have a voice and I can't even be heard on these apps because my symmetry just keeps getting cut down and cannibalized by white people who want to use my wisdom to enslave everyone else. So they want me to be a slave so that they can steal my knowledge and my gifts and keep them for themselves. And these are the people who call me nigger. And I'm the one who has to know that niggardly means to be stingy. And now the white people who are projecting their perceptions onto me get to cut me out of my own land while teaching me that I'm a problem that they need to solve with their banking system. And then they're going to teach me that I'm anti-semantic because even after being circumcised against my consent, I'm still not considered Jewish inside of their Abraham covenant. Even though the whole point of the covenant using money to own my family and circumcise me is that I'm Jewish now. I as Metatron created Judaism. I'm supposed to be Jewish if I'm circumcised underneath their rules by their religion. This is their system. But then they're going to say that we're wrong for pointing that out. Just like white people say that we're wrong for pointing out that they did not discover this land. It's the same exact religion. This is the same exact religion. Their religion is simply using racism to erase us. And that's everything that I was dealing with in this trip. It was so crazy. It was so, yeah, looking back, all right, yeah, let's hit this. Let's go dance about the astral realm and we'll be back. Ride, never hide, pop a tab on the side. I'm a guide for my tribe. Look alive, look alive. I'm a ride, never hide, pop a tab on the side. I'm a guide for my tribe. Look alive, look alive. Took a dive, took a dive, serving by, waving high. Take a flight, make a right to break up a fight and save the night. When I'm high, I'm the type. Shining bright, blinding light Can't describe all the fright That I felt through most of life Dodging knives, dodging wives, dodging lies Don't my guys, trying to rain on my tree Luckily that's what I need My roots going adverse to see The humans are adverse to me I'm growing adverse to weed But my spirituality I'm frequently a high speed Frequency high as I breathe And read all these synchronicities And then Jesus was a creed Let this society I don't abide by your greed Amplify symmetry Amplified, I'm a beast in the streets and in the streets and cease its ego, it's a cease. I'll leave a regal legacy. I do not see a jealousy with wiping white supremacy. Fearing your real reality through all the pixels in your screen. God, I'm not a zombie. Exaggerating, ideally, I'll peacefully raise your vibrations to build foundations on this planet. Take your consciousness and expand. Don't take my granite as for granted. My subconscious will overstand it. Hope you try to take advantage of my positivity. Positive, I've got the key to pop all my people free from your conscious slavery. Cool and strikery, we need some Spreading truth so consciously, they all too sick of fighting I'm a ride, never hide, pop a tab on the side I'm a guide for my tribe, look alive, look alive I'm a ride, never hide, pop a tab on the side I'm a guide for my tribe, look alive, look alive She says she's feeling my vibes, ask me please fill her inside With seats from the symmetry, I see a queen, that's all I see One teacher join a royal team, swearing to me their loyalty Scouty booty, subwoyantly, screaming my name with joyful tears Symmetry!
I be planting symmetries in our universities I'm a ride, never hide I'm a tab, on a side I'm a guide for my tribe Look alive, look alive I'm a ride, never hide I'm a tab, on a side I would die for my tribe Look alive, look alive I'm a ride, never hide I'm a tab, on a side I'm a guide for my tribe Look alive, look alive I'm a ride, never hide I'm a tab, on a side I would die for my tribe Look alive, look alive My trouble fight for my heart. My trouble win win apart. I'm my soul in a dance. I don't kill it for my art. Bro's been sitting since the start. I've been feeling in a chart. All my goals in a trance. Mr. Will know it's smart, no twist that I made. So many boys so insane. Just cause they cannot see the light. And they've been digging in a grave. I've been chilling in a grave. Save a slave with the wave. Gave many music that they crave. Sway by the river that I pay. I'm contemplating every moment. Then I own it before you see me. Concentrate, advocating my token omen. Now we're hoping to over the conversation. The conservation of locations they stolen from the children. Nations made a hand on the road. Spoiling with the power of the devil. Now all your devils wanna wrestle, so we are set another level. Move alone, I see stubble. At the top, we'll never settle. All your devils wanna wrestle, so we are set another level. Move alone, I see stubble. At the top, we'll never settle. At the top, we'll never settle. All your devils grab a shovel. Digging deeper as you tremble. At the power in my vessel. Spend an hour in my mental. Against your abuse and price and penalty by people who steal from the poor to give to the rich and trips of course that best they pick for the blessing is to get to the tricks and scripts so I can wreck and wreck you the train that gives a peck and slits and packs you with tricks and strength on my connections loving tricks heading rage to work that drink the blood and souls and sun my continent searing sun though this body's young still it's so Man, where do I begin? I keep talking about things that aren't this story because I'm trying to get into this story, but I'm trying to lay down the groundwork for so that you can see the difference between an indigenous mind versus a European mind. So I, as an indigenous man, this is how indigenous minds work. We understand that we create energy so that we can experience our consciousness. And that's why us as indigenous peoples we fast way more than Europeans do. So when Europeans have a racist religion saying that they worship eating the flesh and drinking the blood of the one true son of God, and that one true son of God doesn't fast nearly as much as Zarathustra or Hermes or Odin or Tehuti or Quetzalcoatl or any other messenger of Mercury, he definitely doesn't fast as much as Enoch, the Metatron star. Jesus has not fasted nearly as much as Chase has in the past four years. So when I look at the knowledge of Jesus, it's objectively just whitewashed Zoroastrianism. And it's like the most basic stuff. And this is what white people feel like is smart. 
to consume the flesh and drink the blood of humans who are basically smart like Jesus. So in white culture, if you're someone who starts to play out the principles that Jesus does, if you start to fast and you start to walk on water, white people will want to eat you because this is their culture, objectively. And it's like, it's just so frustrating because I financially can't even afford to get out of this culture. I wish I could live in a culture that didn't want to cannibalize me for being healthy. But that's all white people are. That's all Europeans are. That's all their religion is. Wanting to eat people who actually walk the walk of Jesus. And that's why they stole all of this land from Kesselquat's family. But then they're going to teach me that I was never here. That my indigenous family was never here. And actually they discovered this land. So now we need to be slaves in our own home. And this is what it was like being in California. Just being a servant slave to white people in my own home. California is my home. America was created by the combination of Tehuti and Hermes becoming Quetzalcoatl so that all of us as infinite individuals can be free together. Europeans stole everything from me and then made their music like, this land is your land, this land is my land, from California to the New York Islands, because it's all just stolen from Quetzalcoatl. They stole it all from Google Gone. And then that's why the KKK is created by the police, by the politicians, by the white supremacist banking system to do in costumes what they don't want to do in clothes. So their whole point is that all the politicians, the police officers, the rabbis, the religious racists who are making money erasing the indigenous individuality of Native Americans, they all get to dress up as Kukul Gan. They all get to put on their costumes and do what the police are already doing to people of color, but in a more extreme way. Where the police, because they have to look like good guys, they can't just walk up to your house, pull you out of the house, and then lynch you straight from your tree, even though they do that. But if they want to look like good guys, they don't want to do that and be caught in white America doing that. Because it's hard to maintain the illusion of being good people when you're exposing yourselves. So that's why the police, they put on KKK costumes. The HBO show Watchmen says this explicitly. So check out Watchmen on HBO. It's literally about the history of America and white supremacy and how white people have made money terrorizing the indigenous individuals that they're stealing all of America from. And they could only do that as the police by dressing up as the KKK to do all the evil things that white people want the police to do but they can't see the police doing or else they can't keep justifying their justice system so now that's where when the police dress up as a kkk and they go out and kill whole families of native americans once they take off their costumes now they can use the police to investigate all these murders and this is how they expanded into all the americas by using their kkk costumes to dress up and go out and kill indigenous families, to kill countries upon countries, whole ass continents of families in their sleep. And then the police acted like they're good people by acting like they're going to investigate what happened to these Native Americans. What happened to these indigenous individuals? Oh, who killed them? Who eradicated all this land that the banking system is now gonna buy and own? 
wow, we have no idea, but we'll investigate because we're the police and we're the good men. We're the good men that are here to spread a good mentality of the good word. Well, since we've already killed these people, we might as well take their land. Have you heard of the good word of God? Oh, all of your indigenous ancestors, oh, your culture, we're going to eat that. Give us that shit. Our God made you to serve us. And that's why they feel justified dressing up as the KKK again and again to go do the evil shit that they don't want to be seen for doing. But that's then why they can never find the KKK because they would have to find themselves <laughs> and they would have to hold themselves accountable for their own actions. But the police are never going to do that. The lawyers are never going to do that. This Masonic banking system does not make money holding itself accountable for its actions or else it would never have been able to get any land from any African or any American. It would have been impossible. So when I come to San Diego and I start to work for these white people, it started off great. Okay, so let me say that it started off great. I was getting paid $20 an hour. So I'm working in a lumber mill, helping these white people put together all their projects that they're creating out of the flesh of trees. So like when you walk into a lumber mill, it's just whole tree carcasses everywhere, bark everywhere, wood everywhere. So imagine it like a slaughterhouse, but for trees, for plants. Who knows what they had going on in the basement, right? Because they already had all the equipment and all the resources, all the metal, all the tools, all the technology, all the space they need to harvest the flesh of trees and turn it into something that makes them money. So that's what they're doing. And it's about art. So it was all like positive out in the open because um, I got to help them make those resin tables that are super dope that like they take a tree and then put resin down the middle so it looks like there's a river and then they seal it and do all this um yeah artistic molding to preserve the tree so now you have a whole ass beautiful tree as a table and then you've got a very super awesome resin river that they mixed with a bunch of materials also stolen from native american i mean everything they're using is stolen from my family so Again, that's why they stole it from us, because they wanted everything that we have. This is objectively why Yahweh is a jealous God who told Abraham to use money to buy my ancestors and circumcise us against our consent. So now they can have our resources and make money controlling nature, AKA controlling us, because we create nature to experience our consciousness. So if someone says that your time is worth $20 an hour, that is slavery. And that is how a Masonic matrix with infinite money is controlling nature. So now you're going to sacrifice your time and your energy to get nothing. Like just like crumbs of crumbs of crumbs. Like one tenth of a fraction of a crumb is what you're getting when you're working for banks that made up money to steal land from my family. And it's all about wasting our time so they can program us to build their world. So they're making way more money off of me than I'm making off of them. And that's, again, the whole point of slavery, right? That's the whole point of underpaying people or not paying black people at all. 
like all of America is built by white people making money, not paying black people as they steal our land, steal our culture and gaslight us and lie to us about where we are and who we come from. So now they can make us support racist religions and now they can make money raping us as they teach us that we're racist. And like, bro, it's so, I'm so, not, I don't wanna be here. I really don't wanna be here. Honestly, I really do not want to be here any longer. I don't want to be here tomorrow. I don't want to be here the day after tomorrow. I don't want to be here next year and I'm gonna have to be but i hate this i don't want to be here like i can't like i don't it's like no matter how much i work no matter how hard i try i can't make the money to support myself because all this system is set up to steal everything from me and drain me of my energy i'm literally here with the solution to cancer the solution to crooked teeth the solution to neurological problems the solution to virtually every health problem really is on my website it's in this knowledge that I'm sharing, but I can't make enough money to really even buy food or comfortably live in this apartment, let alone go out and travel the world or explore new things. So this is the whole point of Masons using money to enslave all of us in concrete coffins. I made a song called Concrete Coffins back in college. <laughs> And it's very pertinent because that's this is it. This is what they're doing. They want us all to be contained in concrete coffins our entire lives. And that's the whole point of them making the metaverse and creating the internet to keep us trapped in boxes. And then they can use the internet to teach all of us that we're going to be ill each time we step outside. So now we're all supposed to subconsciously be scared of going outside and hang out with humans anymore. This is how they're programming us socially. They're using algorithms to be the penis police so they can make sure that we only get connected with the people that they want us to get connected to. Literally, when I went to this indigenous convention, this was super weird and it made me start thinking about this. There was a really awesome guy that I was talking about psychedelics with and he is involved in the Native American community, yet I could find everyone on Instagram except him. Like literally my profile would not pull up his profile. And we were really tweaking over it because I could like follow everyone else in our group. Like when we're all hanging out, I could follow everyone else, but not him. And he's the main one that I'm going deep with on psychedelics and the power of the mind and indigenous spirituality. So it really uh, made me think uh, about the power that these white supremacist racist religions use tech companies to exercise on us and we wouldn't know. And the power that they have is being able to shut down anyone's account at any time. So if the white people who are using technology, using the banking system to rape us and steal all of our information as they enslave us in our own land, if they're able to cut down anyone like me, anyone who's speaking about freedom and being peaceful, then don't you think they would be able to shut your account down from being able to see other accounts? So it's like another level of shadow banning where if the Masons who created the metaverse, if they don't want two accounts to interact, they can hypothetically from my life experience, 
do something on the back end to make sure that your account will never be able to find the account that they don't want you to connect with. So it really makes you wonder, how many accounts are you not seeing? Because the people who own the metaverse, the masons who manage the metaverse, are manipulating how we all connect behind closed doors. So now they can make the Jewish God relatable. They can make the Jewish God real. They can make the big J real because they get to control how we all communicate and see God. And it's all their religions erasing our indigenous individuality. So now if you're an indigenous person and you're not speaking English, you are not allowed on the internet. You're not allowed on social media. And now the people who are using social media to colonize all of our, all of our attention can kill you, erase you from your land, and just make more phones out of the minerals that they stole from your culture, from your civilization. And this is how these racist religions are colonizing all of our attention with lies. And the penis police get to use their algorithms to make sure that the people who should really be connected can't connect because that's how much they want to control everything. This is literally white people. Like white people want to control everything so bad. They create technology that allows them to police us that allows them to shut down our accounts because they don't agree with what we're saying. They need us all to believe that we're created by one God. So the moment I, as the actual creator of their religion, am here sharing the truth, they wanna cut me down because they have no honor. They don't actually give a fuck about Enoch. They don't actually give a fuck about Metatron. Even though they worship Enoch, they worship Metatron, they worship Tehuti, they worship Hermes, they worship Quetzalcoatl, they worship Zarathustra, they worship using all of Mercury's wisdom to enslave you. They also want to enslave me because the whole point is they're so in their egoic, white supremacist, toxic masculine mindset that they really can't imagine and don't want to imagine having an equal world where we can all see each other eye to eye. They would rather be the all-seeing eye at the top of the pyramid where they get to use money to know your name, they get to use money to make you go to school, but you don't get to make money out of school. Once you go to school from grade school to high school, you're not allowed to just make money. They say that you need to go to college. They say that you need to get more schooling. You need to get more specialized, but this time you need to go in debt for it. So you already gave up 18 years of your, the most precious 18 years of your life, the start. All the beginning 18 years of your life were already served to a system that's not serving you. But now the system's like, oh, well, if you want to make money serving us, you need to go to more schooling after you've already sacrificed 18 years of your health and your wealth. So this was kind of something that I could relate with uh, the white people that I'm working with on, how they're making art. So when I was there, I'm in the lighter chase mindset. I'm not coming at it at all with this energy, right? It took me going through these experiences to develop this wisdom that I'm sharing almost two years later now. But when I was there, I was viewing it from the ignorance is bliss. Oh, I'm just chase standpoint of these white people are making art and I'm here to help them make art and I have to make money so I can get out of this white supremacist matrix and go be healthy and happy in a natural environment. Because Masons have been using money to manipulate my emotions my entire life 
which is again the only reason why any of these words matter the only reason why i can speak english in any way is because money has been used to manipulate the emotions of indigenous peoples and now we have all of our land stolen and the people who made money stealing our land can teach us that we weren't here and now that's their new form of making money using their racist religions to erase our history rape us and then teach us that we're the problem that they have the final solution to thank you judaism thank you christianity thanks yahweh thanks jehovah thanks big j thank you white supremacy so now i'm learning more about myself and who i am and my relationship with spaces outside of myself all because of english and this white supremacist matrix and the circumstances that i've been born into and this balance of feeling like i chose to be born but i didn't choose to be manipulated by masons but then it's like we chose to let masons take over this place but they're not supposed to use religions to rape people and spread racism they're supposed to be happy alone i taught them how to be happy alone I gave them everything they needed for them to be happy alone. They weren't supposed to do any of this. So big social experiment here. That's what's happening. Big social experiment. Big spiritual social experiment on planet Earth right now in 2022. Everyone's learning about themselves <laughs> by creating this simulation that we're in. So yeah, white supremacy has taught me everything about myself. Psych. <laughs> I already taught me everything about myself. White supremacy has only taught me about white supremacy. And yeah, I learned more about myself in relationship to white supremacy, but that's what it is. White supremacy, the only thing that I've learned about white supremacy is this. If you don't take credit for your own actions, someone else will. And the moment someone else takes credit for your actions, they're going to whitewash your entire history. I don't fuck with that. No one is fucking whitewashing my history. That's the whole point of Mercury. But here we are, this entire new world order, right? This entire Masonic matrix has prospered. White supremacy has prospered. The Bible has prospered. Marvel has prospered. Because the Ewes, the Masons, get to whitewash my history. But that's the whole point of this podcast. The fact that I'm aware of who I am means that I'm responsible for clarifying my hermetic history. Check out Hermetic History and Hermetic Health. So when I was working for this lumber mill, and let me uh, make names. So my friend's name, I'll give him a fake name for right now. Um, he'll be Bradley. So my white friend Bradley, he invited me out. And the man that we're working for, his name will be Lance. <laughs> So when Bradley pulled me out to San Diego saying there would be no racism, he failed to mention that he was working entirely for white people. So of course, this is the whole thing. White people love to say that there's no racism because they're not racist towards each other. <laughs> and they're so racist that they just want to erase the fact that they could only create whiteness out of spreading religious rape, slavery, and genocide into indigenous lands. And now they label indigenous peoples black and then say that they're not racist to the black people that they're erasing with their banking system. 
that's white people that's been white people my whole life they love to say that they're not racist as they're racist to me and they support genocide they support slavery they support erasing my history that's racism if you support erasing the history of indigenous peoples aka you support the masonic banking system that stole all the land from Quetzalcoatl, all the land from indigenous atlantean america then you by definition are fundamentally racist you support erasing the cultures of indigenous peoples which means that you support cannibalism because you're eating the indigenous peoples that you're erasing so this is why people who are racist also tend to be cannibals because the same reason why they're racist is the same reason why they're cannibalistic white people figure if they're going to erase me if they're going to erase my indigenous family if they're going to erase indigenous cultures off of the planet then the best way is to eat us shit us out and then paint the turd white because even your poop is brown like white people can't even whitewash their poop but they try oh they try they try to say that their poop is not brown they don't want anything to be brown it's all white so this is literally their culture everything in white culture was created by a masonic man consuming the creations of metatron or someone in metatron's family or some indigenous individual culture and then they shit it out and say that it's new that's literally the new world order it's just a mason cannibalizing it's just the white use cannibalizing and by the way when i say ew actually let me look it up real quick and ew is a female sheep so it's funny i was just taking the j off the e and the w but i'm actually saying uh, a real english word i'm not just making the exclamation ew at their business practices <laughs> i'm really describing their state of being it's funny i'm pretty sure in ew i'm looking it up my wi-fi is not working gosh paying so much for wi-fi and it can't work fantastic literally paying like 80 dollars a month to have a wi-fi connection that just does this wow this wi-fi really is not trying to work i just want to make sure that when i say you i am saying a female sheep i am ha 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 so instead of j-e-w and instead of me just being like you e-w because what's that oh entertainment weekly ha yeah the ewes control entertainment weekly got it but the meaning of you used to express disgust or distaste yeah i say you to cannibalism i say you to white supremacy i say you to forcing circumcision on boys who did not consent I say you to genocide. I say you to making money off of stealing people's land, erasing their indigenous cultures, and then lying about it. I say you to all those Ewish practices. And the universe has specifically set them up to be examples of what it means to be you. J E W, you, used to express disgust or distaste. But then the moment we put an E on the end, E-W-E, we get a female sheep. So projection is perception. The U's 
literally view all of us as sheep that they need to control with money objectively and they do that by cannibalizing our cultures and then selling it to us through ew entertainment weekly or just the entertainment industry hollywood all of our phones these apps TikTok, instagram facebook metaverse because they're obsessed with weaponizing everything from me everything from mercury everything from metatron to enslave us and now i don't have any of my own money my past lives were so wealthy chase has nothing that's me as a space here i am as chase i have nothing the ewes stole it all from me so that they could be seen as a children of god and now they can tell me that i'm not a true child of god now they can teach me that i'm going to be lack my own culture because they're using their banking system to erase my individuality and make money off of slavery and they're justified in their justice system this is their religion the only reason i can talk about it is because i've been a slave to it for 25 years and i've been talking to individuals who've been enslaved by these people for a long time like spirits are getting recycled in this slavery system all because the ewes the jews view all of us as ewes as female sheep and we all need to be corralled by the only true son of god jesus the super jew objectively but jesus as a jew is black so black people are jewish and black is a jewish invention created by masons who want to whitewash indigenous peoples so now when you see that jesus would have been black he would have been indigenous he was zarathustra but their version of zarathustra is jesus so it's not but the point is they're weaponizing the astrology that zarathustra brought to earth so jesus is way smaller than astrology zarathustra is way bigger than astrology jesus does not work without astrology but zarathustra works without astrology that's why everything in christianity and judaism needs it relies on the principles of zoroastrianism to have any moral basis of social justice at all and like that's why i say everything that jesus says is so basic it's like the most whitewashed version of zoroastrianism ever and it's wrong <laughs> it's just completely wrong anyway <laughs> so yeah ewe they view all of us as female sheep which projection being perception they are the sheep that they view us as that's why the ewes are ewes and they're all you and they all want to colonize you with the power of me the power of mercury the power of the metaverse the power of Mercury being able to show you how your mind builds your body. The power of Mercury being able to align astrology so that all of us can correlate our spaces in a hermetic and healthy fashion. They're weaponizing this against all of us in social media, in the metaverse, so that they can corral all of us as sheep into whatever entertainment, into whatever new system they want us to support, into whatever ideas they want us to be aware of. This is fundamentally their religion and their language. That's why I can make these clever connections. The only reason I can be here as Spider-Man flipping around in my mind, making new fun connections with these words is because this is the basic vibration of the English language. And then I can back it up with really hard ass history that the moment you start to fact check my history on everything I'm saying, you're only going to find more details to prove my point. 
again the history all right the whole history of america everything here was stolen from indigenous peoples europeans are going to use the internet to lie about that but the fact that it's true means that they're always going to have to point at the truth while selling lies and that's all of hollywood that's why birth of a nation is the first superhero movie they're using the truth that the police are the kkk <laughs> literally like it's right there in their first superhero movie the police are the kkk killing indigenous peoples because that's what the white banking system needs for yahweh to be the big j <sighs> but this is the point right we literally set up a circumstance where they can talk about themselves and we can see them for who they are and now we can all learn more about ourselves do we vibe with this energy i'm forced to make this podcast so i can express all the ways in which i do not i vibe with myself and now you're seeing me vibe with myself in the english language based on how i've been affected by racism by religions working to rape me and my family and steal everything that we have as they gaslight us because this is relatable this is america this is the new world order this is planet earth in the year 2022 if people do not recognize everything i'm using english to talk about then this place is doomed because humans will keep causing problems that they don't need to suffer from so that was my whole point creating symmetry and this is where when i came to california i basically was a whole teacher for my friend bradley where he is a white dude and we reconnected because uh we first connected in church <laughs> because i was in a group of my friends and we were talking about uh the prison industrial complex for some reason slavery came up and i said ah i hate white people and then he, as a white boy, said, I hate white people too. And of course, we're around all white people, so we can't actually hate white people because all of our friends are white and we're indoctrinated into white culture. But it was nice because that showed me right there that he was here on the same mission as me. It's not about white people. It's about the culture of whiteness being cannibalistic. And we hate cannibalism. We hate racism. So it's really funny that he invited me out to have this experience because he's a perfect white person to be perceived as white and be super fun with white people, but to not really perceive himself as white so that when he and I are talking about spiritual things or indigenous things, it makes sense to him. Whereas when I as an indigenous man talk to most white people, they're consuming my wisdom so that they can stab me in the back. And um, I do have uh, certain qualms about that with him in general as well, because I know he's still white. So I've seen that in him already, where he's, uh, I mean, Anubis has talked to me about protecting myself from him, from that energy of like him and his white boy energy. He wants to take my wisdom, take my knowledge, use it for himself and not give me any credit. And really, that's basically what he's been doing to grow his TikTok. And uh, it's funny because Atlantis kind of brought that up about how 
he's been able to grow on TikTok and make money as a white person talking about spirituality in the way that I can't because TikTok keeps cutting me down. And it's so weird because he said this to me before I even came out to California when we first got our TikToks because it grew big right at the beginning of the pandemic, right in like basically 2020, America got TikTok. So when we uh, started checking out TikTok that summer of 2020, he already told me that he was watching videos and getting information about how the algorithm specifically polices uh, who looks black and looks white so that they can suppress black people and boost white people. So he was already telling me through his spirit right there. He was like, yeah, I'm going to be bigger on TikTok than you because I'm white. He basically said that by saying, oh, yeah, I'm seeing videos about how the algorithm uh, is racist and it suppresses black people and boosts white people. I'm just like, well, yeah, I mean, that's the whole point of these religions using the banks to steal all of my family's land. So, of course, that's been my whole experience in life. I mean, I grew up creating Spider-Man costumes where I consistently had the experience of white people treating me differently once I took off the mask than they were treating me when I had the mask on. Where when I have the Spider-Man mask on, they see me as a white person. So they're projecting their whiteness at me and they'll treat me normally. But the moment I take the mask off, all of a sudden I'm other. Now I'm an alien in my own land. And now they start treating me weird and they start talking to each other weird. And they start interacting with me differently. So he's big on TikTok now, whereas I'm getting cut down and not able to grow. And you know, hey, whatever, I get it. I mean, literally growing up, being told that I'm black, uh, the main phrase for black people in America is we do twice as much work for half the credit. So white people came up with that phrase for us so that we can live by that principle. <laughs> and that's the whole point of whiteness, whitewashing all of our successes as indigenous peoples. Now we as indigenous peoples are supposed to identify as black so we, we can work twice as hard to get half the credit. Now white people are taking credit for everything that they steal from us and then everything that they could only build through enslaving us. You can't take credit for the work that your slaves do, but that's fundamentally what white people do. That's the culture of whiteness. They had to create us as slaves so they could create a culture where they take further credit for our work. So Bradley's white. He brings me into a white world and he's living that car life. So. This is like a popular thing, especially in California, where people will take a car, they'll take a van, they'll take a truck, they'll take some kind of vehicle. I mean, RV is already a home, but they'll take like a, a bigger size car and they'll turn it into a mobile home. And that's how my friend is living because he's like a whole free spirit and all that. So when I came out to stay with him, he didn't have a place for me to stay. He was staying in a shop that he was uh, upholding for another white woman. And then the reason that he had this opportunity at the lumber mill was because he was hanging out with this other dude and this guy's name is going to be Jake. So Bradley's my friend. Jake is his friend that he just met in 2020. And his friend, Jake, got him connected to Lance, who runs the lumber mill 
that he then invited me out to go work at. So he's deep in like a whole social dynamic between the family of Jake, because Jake has sisters, he has a mom, he's got a dad, he's got his whole own white big family. And then Bradley is working for, through Jake, this lumber mill that's giving him the opportunity to learn how to build. And then that's where he extended the opportunity to me because they said, if you have any friends who are interested and this is a perfect time for me to come out to California and visit. So this is all synchronistic. That's why I'm sharing it. That's what this podcast is for. Synchronicities. Nothing is a coincidence. Everything is intentional. How do you feel about that? Let's talk about it. So this is me talking about the memories that I've been able to reflect upon based on all the experiences that I had in this time in San Diego. So when I came out to hang out with Bradley, it was fun. It was fun because I was living like the free spirit sort of lifestyle that he is, where I just had one bag, like one brown bag with my computer, my headphones, so I could work on music, so I can make my art. I had sketchbooks, so I can draw all the stuff that I've been doing my entire life. Gotta be able to draw, gotta be able to write. I had clothes and it's so funny. Like literally the bag that I had, it's not a suitcase. It's, it's a duffel bag. Like the kind of duffel bag that you hold with one arm by your side. The kind of duffel bag you could hold like a few dozen bricks in, but that's it. But it's all in one arm with two handles. So that is holding all my clothes, all my technology, my toothbrush, my toiletries, everything. Because I was just planning on coming out to visit California for a few weeks was how I worked out the tickets. But once I got there, I was having a lot of fun. I was having a lot of fun hanging out with my friend, um, having a lot of fun uh, interacting with all the white people. Like, that's where white people are really fun to interact with. You know, they can be. I mean, but really, I assert, everyone's fun to interact with if they're in the right energy. So that's why white people always want to put themselves in the right energy to seem fun. Because that's what this culture is obsessed with. Fun. Jokes. Making light. Of evil things. And here's what made San Diego really awesome. <laughs> that hit was really thick. Oh, oh. <sighs> Bradley was able to secure a DMT cart. So 2020 was like my awakening time, for real. Honestly, despite fasting and shit, 2020 was my awakening time. My awakening time to realizing and learning who I am as an individual and then 2021 was me expanding on uh, my role with other individuals. And Bradley was so integral to that because it was he who sent me DMT for my birthday after I got scammed out of <laughs> multiple hundreds of dollars. And it was all thanks to Bradley sending me the DMT that he got because this is, so on his side, he got DMT like years ago 
but he said that when he tried to do it he was blocked off like literally he got a uh, skull and crossbones type blocked off so he held on to this dmt but he never did it again after that experience because <laughs> i mean that would be scary if i tried to blast off if i tried to separate my mind from my body and i went into a space where i saw skull and crossbones dude best believe i wouldn't want to do that for a while either so it turns out he needed me um looking back he he like actually needed me it was like he was told that he is blocked off literally he, he can't go here and it took him sending it to me and me doing it to then start talking to him and getting him to do it again and like that's where he got the confidence to do it because i successfully did it and i started to consistently successfully do it and so then there was a point where we did it together on the phone and that was awesome and he said something i'll never forget he said the devil is a bitch and i have to yo remember that forever because that's so real when one is um second guessing if they should hit dmt because now like when i hit dmt i mean i can just like go into it like now it just feels smooth i mean I, my mind i have a very solid grasp on my mind so when my mind is leaving and i'm starting to uh, be aware of spaces that are outside of this realm or i'm starting to be aware of atmospheres that are not earth that are not uh, connected to Chase's body exactly. I'm way better at navigating that now. Whereas before the summer of 2020, I was super scared of doing DMT. DMT is scary to do until you get used to it. Once you feel like you have a grasp on your mind, it's fun to do. It's amazing, it's perfect, it's fantastic, it is the best, and it's anti-addictive. Once you come back from doing DMT, you're good. It's not like you want to do it again and keep getting high. You're about to integrate everything you just did. And if you want to sustain that DMT feeling, you can learn how to keep your mind out of your body and learn how to keep that relaxed state. Learn how to let your nerves chill. Because that's the power of separating your mind from your body. Your body goes into a deep state of relaxation. Which is why when my mom did it, she went into a deep state of relaxation. It was awesome. The ewes, the masons definitely don't want her that relaxed. The banks want her to be ill. I don't want my mom to be ill. I want her to be ease. Be freeze. AKA be free, not be freeze. But you know, be freeze with the trees like she went through in the trip. <laughs> when she went to the space where her mind was free to be with the tree. That's what I want for my whole family. And that's what the simulation was. That's what Kesselquat built America as. So frustrating how they've chopped down all the trees, cannibalized all of our flesh, and then they use racist religions to teach us that we're a problem that they need to solve. It's so sad. We've given everything to them. We've given everything to these white men. We've given everything to these Jewish Masonic cultures. We've given everything to Christians, and they keep saying that they should enslave us. They keep saying that they should make money oppressing us, hurting us. It's crazy. It's wild. And then they just, like, to progress that, they have to always make it look like it's not them hurting us. 
which is why they make up science saying, oh, actually black people can't feel pain. Oh, now when we whip them, we're not hurting them because we created science saying they can't feel pain. And now we're gonna teach this to ourselves. Oh, we believe it. Black people can't feel pain. Let's go lynch them. Literally, that's, a, that's America. That's the objective history of how white people created American science today. That's all white American science right there. Them using a racist religion to justify enslaving other people and to make up reasons why they're superior to the individuals that they need to cannibalize to feel creative. Paradox. Stupid. <laughs> Such a uh, infinitely frustrating contradiction that we're just supposed to laugh at. Whatever. Again, the cannibals are here like, can I ball? I'm better than you. And we're like, if you're really better than us, you would not need to eat us to feel good about yourself. Ha 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 ha. We'll laugh about being eaten now as trees. So it was Bradley sending me the DMT that he had kept after being blocked out that gave me my first trip of experiencing almost all the lives of Mercury at once. And it's so frustrating. <laughs> it's so frustrating because ever since I started making costumes and going to conventions, I started building up an atmosphere around me where girls started chasing me like it's my name and it's so annoying my name being chased now after going through everything i've gone through in my life oh i like to correlate it to space but now it's like chase your space but that trip was me seeing how everyone else is chasing my space so now here i am talking about how colonizers cannibalize all the creations that they've consumed from quetzalcoatl and metatron and mercury because they're chasing my space these colonizers, these white supremacists are chasing my space. And then that manifests as the Illuminati, the Masons, the Ewes, the Christons, the white supremacists, all using Mercury to make money for themselves as they're working to take more and more from me. And that's where we get the whole witchcraft of Spider-Man holding the matrix together. But he doesn't have any earth to stand on of his own. He's literally holding an entire city together with all of his super strength, saving the day, but the police shoot at him. The police still want to kill him as he's doing their jobs for them. He's keeping the world safer than they can imagine. Spider-Man's doing things that the police can't even comprehend, but they get to take credit for it. That's Masons talking about themselves. These are the Ewes talking about themselves and talking about how they view Quetzalcoatl and how they're making money off of my energy sad so in my life i've dealt with a cult and it's seemingly like branched off into groups cults cults of girls sex devils witches <laughs> uh, se uh sexual cults of women who are focused on i guess consuming me but but in their world it's supporting me in, and in their world, they're, they're ganging up together to help me when in my reality, it's hurting me. <laughs> the, these cults of girls, these groups of women who've been chasing me like it's my name so I can learn more about my name and where I came from, they taught me a lot about hermeticism. 
they taught me so fucking much about hermeticism. I learned so much about being Mercury from the time in college, from my entire time in college, dealing with these cults, dealing with these groups of girls, these gaggles of demons who are relating on my creations. Not much different than the Illuminati doing their weird fucked up sex magic in the name of Hermes Trismegistus. That'll be a predictive programming. I think that comedy movie is called like Love Struck or something. Again, the comedy industry, huge, ginormous for all the rituals that are performed to uh, keep America entertained. When the US dollar bill has an Egyptian pyramid on the back of it, and then you can look up and see that Hermes Trismegistus built the pyramids, you can see that they literally stole their entire idea of money and all the ways in which they're making money matter from Tehuti Hermes Trismegistus. And in this movie, behind closed doors, they acknowledge him as a builder of the pyramids, and then they're doing their Illuminati uh, orgy stuff that keeps coming out in movies now even thor love and thunder like marvel is really pushing this illuminati shit i mean doctor strange too they got the illuminati they're pushing like orgy stuff hard it's crazy like they're they're really talking about themselves they're really outing themselves they're really exposing where they're coming from in all their forms of media it's just that i guess i have to be chase clarence calloway the Atlantean Spider-Man creating the connection so that you can actually build upon the facts. You can build upon how practical these webs are. And now I'm just here tripling my seat, right? Tripling what I see, creating new content out of that. And every day is a gift. That's why they call it the present, <laughs> whatever. So I've learned a lot about hermeticism from being chased by these cults of girls. I'm not gonna give them shout outs because they don't honestly get credit i'm not grateful to them <laughs> i could have done without that all that stress i could have done without all of the issues and social anxiety that came out of the constant fear of being harassed raped kidnapped or captured by some scheming group of individuals who want to use my energy for themselves this fear has held me back a lot i would like these girls to know that this fear <laughs> that they have instilled in me which is almost funny i could kind of connect it to the ewes ewe the female sheep all these ewes these girls being ewes as female sheep the fear that they instilled in me has hindered me in ways that I probably cannot imagine. In ways that I'll never know because I've been hindered so much. And this is why I'm such a big proponent of everyone loving to be alone. If those girls love to be alone, they would not have possibly been able to gang up and make my life worse while thinking they're making it better. While thinking they're doing things that impress me somehow. If they were happy alone, they would have been smarter about interacting with me, period. And they would do it from a kind and loving place of not trying to take anything from me because here's the problem. I lost so many guy friends in college because 
they felt like me having girls chasing me was not a problem. And then they got like in their ego. And of course, when people get in their ego, they project their ego at you and say that you're in your ego because everyone's just a projector here, basically. That's like how America and English has taught people to communicate. And really, it's kind of like the natural human condition almost. But humans don't have to be this way. But it's really easy uh, once you get in your own ego to project it onto others because you want to see yourself as higher than others. So if you feel like someone's ego is higher than yours, then you're going to try and get them down by saying that they're in their ego. When in reality, that person's just an individual. So these dudes, when I'm dealing with all these negative emotions and all of this weight that comes from being chased by women who make me feel unsafe. The guys in my life see someone who is in their ego, literally. So, <laughs> you know, I have like a lot of experience with this ego stuff because the only reason they're saying that I'm in my ego is because they wish that they were being chased like I am because they want to have a bunch of girls sending them nudes at random times of the day, constantly getting their number and sending them inappropriate pictures and inappropriate texts at, in, right in the middle of class or right when you're hanging with your girlfriend. I would be hanging with the partner that I had in college and get texts. But because these dudes want that experience, they would tell me that I'm in my ego and I shouldn't be complaining about it because they couldn't relate with how negative I felt about actually going through the experience. So this is why I'm just, I guess, saying right now, you don't want people chasing you. In a world where everyone's happy alone, that's a peaceful world. The only reason there's chaos in America is because white people chase black people. The Europeans chase Native Americans so that they can eat us, steal from us, colonize our culture, and then say that they never did that. They just discovered this land. We were never here, but they need our support because we are all created by their God to support their matrix. That's all white supremacist cult energy. That's the KKK. Those are the police, those are the politicians, those are the people who hate being alone so much that they need to use racist religions to make money erasing our cultures, erasing all of our individually indigenous connections to this land so they can make money manipulating our minds and manufacturing warfare, manufacturing genocide that allows them to be seen as white, to be seen as right. You don't want people chasing you. And I would like anyone, especially if you were in one of these groups, to just be happy alone in your own space. That's the whole point of especially this podcast of me planting the symmetry and growing the symmetry and sharing with you all the hermetic ways in which life is created by individuals who want to connect with other individuals. If you're happy alone, you won't feel like you'll be happier if you consume the energy of someone outside of yourself. Because this is where these guys, they can't perceive how I'm not attracted to these girls who are chasing me. Like, it doesn't matter how physically attractive you are. I don't care how nice your eyes are or if you have the best booty. 
or the most defined jawline or the most slender collarbones or the most defined abs or the most petite feet or the longest legs. You can have all the features of an Amazonian warrior. But if you hate to be alone with yourself, especially to the point of creating some Illuminati cult with girls who feel the same way as you, <laughs> you have no chance. You like <laughs> you true you have truly no no chance. And Atlantis will protect me from you. Mercury will protect me from you. And my spidey senses in general, my Tahuti tingles, will protect me from the vibration of your stinky, stinky soul. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so wild. It's so wild. How people not understanding hermeticism will just create chaos. And these cults especially the culture of whiteness is chaotic because it's only based in white people needing to eat the black people that they're stealing land from so that they can replace us objectively it's so sad i wish this was not it i wish this was not it i wish i was in a reality where i'm talking about how we're all working together to level up and have superpowers and we can all walk on water and grow our own food and smoke our own plants and share our own ideas and make our own money and build our own businesses and have our own families and enjoy our own time. I would love that. Sadly, that's not what the last 25 years of my life have been. It's quite the opposite of all that in my own land because it's all stolen from me by invaders who assimilated me into a culture just so they can gaslight and lie to me and alienate me, enslave me, and teach me that I'm not who I am. So basically, to all the girls who have cults about wanting to make me their sex slave or thinking that you could harness my sexual energy for making yourself feel good when you don't feel good alone, that is exactly the same exact energy that European society was in when they were figuring out how to steal this land systemically from all the indigenous peoples of North, South, and Central America. They basically had all their own sex cults behind closed doors about how they could kidnap us or they could uh, contain us or take us back to Europe and use us literally as sex slaves. This is the religions, the Ewes, the Christans, these are the banking systems. Objectively, this is the energy that they brought into our land so that they can use their racist religions to erase us from history. It's, in, it's, it's so fucked up, yet it's everything that you see in the history of America. All the KKK has ever done is chase the indigenous peoples that they want to rape and then steal the land from and those are the same exact police officers that chase the slaves that run away from the slave masters that also rape the slaves and they all rape them it's all about erasing us through rape so now they rape our indigenous families they rape our bodies so that they can assimilate us into a culture that gives them the power to alienate us this is christian society fundamentally 
And the fact that no Christian wants to address the history of how their religions had to systemically employ all these secret warfare tactics to steal our land and justify building a system off of our systemic slavery, rape, and genocide is horrifying to me. And this is the reality that I was in when I came to San Diego. Literally, that was the family that Bradley had brought me into. This energy, this exact energy that I'm talking about. So when they started making jokes about harvesting me, it wasn't funny. And look, they were very low-key jokes. And they were jokes that weren't even made sometimes when I was there. I heard some of them, but then Bradley was telling me. So shout out Bradley for helping make my awakening possible. Because this experience was wild. Like literally he brought me into a family where they're super Christian and all Christians justify the genocide of indigenous peoples. So they love to talk a big game like they're good people but the moment you ask them oh, okay well are you going to help any native americans they don't want to they don't want to help us it's like oh are you going to stop using slavery to make money oh no well no we need slavery because god told abraham in abraham's covenant that abraham needed to use money to purchase people from foreign lands that's you blackie that's you, little Negro. That's you. We purchased you with money. This is our religion. And we circumcised you against your consent because you were created by Yahweh now. And that's why we're going to erase your entire culture. But we're going to cannibalize it and make it our culture. Welcome to the new world order. Welcome to whiteness. All of you are ewes now. All of you are J.U.'s now. No matter how you feel, you are all female sheep because you are all following the shepherd of the one true God. If you don't know that you were created by the one true God, then we're going to make sure you know. So this is yet again another circumstance where I'm about to have to cut this story short. <laughs> so I keep setting up the story and then we get a little more in there, right? But then I'm just like going off, making other connections, other strands. Um, things that are important for history, things that are important for me to get out in structure uh, just for the passage of time and what's on my mind. Because, yeah, I'm not trying to rush this story. So when we come back next episode, we may finish this story and we may not. <laughs> because this episode, I said we're definitely going to and uh, we did not. We did not at all finish this story, but we did start. Okay, so... Bradley sent me DMT for my birthday, and that's when I learned about how deep this cult energy goes for Mercury. I did not know how deep this cult energy went for Mercury until my first DMT trip, where this shit was crazy. I'll, I'll finish it with this story, I guess, because this is setting up my time going into working for the lumber mill and making sense of all the connections that I just made in this podcast. Because I did not at all think the lumber mill was a cult of white people who were cannibalizing indigenous children behind closed doors. But that's what all the messages and signs and signals are pointing to. And I'm being told and shown how this is the overall operation of how white America has 
stolen all the land from indigenous America. Objectively, just straight up actual facts. So I was really excited for my first DMT trip because everything that I had read and seen about it online, it was white people talking about their past lives. And that felt like the ultimate level of intelligence. If I was going to know where I'm coming from, then I need to know my past lives. If I don't know my past lives, I don't know where I'm coming from, and I won't really have the real intelligence that I'm supposed to have. So I was in that architect mindset after fasting for a few years. So the DMT that he sent me, and I'll just call it space. I'll stop calling it DMT, or I'll call it Trip C. I'm because I really had to rebrand DMT. Um, adding DMT to your weed, I like to call it adding space to your weed. Like if you want a weed bowl, if you want a bowl of cannabis to slap way harder, add some DMT. Not enough to blast off, but enough to heighten the psychedelic effects of the weed. When you heighten the psychedelic effects of the cannabis, it feels like adding space to your medicine. So now you have space medicine. And this is just where like, if you thought weed gave you the space to process your emotions and thoughts before, oh, you don't know what it's like to have some space added to your bowl. You add a little bit of space to your bowl, you're about to have way more, no better word than space to process your emotions and your ego and your consciousness and everything that makes your life matter. It's so peaceful and it's so powerful. So the only reason uh, this white supremacist government has taken DMT away from everyone after Quat showed the use how peaceful it is, is because they don't want people to be peaceful. That's why they make money off of warfare. That's why they teach all of us that we need to drink alcohol to have fun. They teach us that violence is fun that killing people is fun, slavery is fun, murder people, that's fun. Being peaceful, that's not fun. That's illegal, actually. We're gonna throw you in prison so we can make money raping you if you enjoy your plants in a peaceful way. You can only enjoy your plants in a hateful, harmful way, and that looks like you buying your plants through all these poisonous pharmaceuticals that are sold in plastic bottles from companies that are destroying the actual medicinal benefits of the substances that they're alchemizing. All with the caduceus of Hermes Trismegistus, obsessed with that alchemy shit. So that's why the pharmaceutical industry, they're obsessed with using the caduceus to sell all their medicines because they know that Hermes created nature. And then they know that Hermes as the god of alchemy shows how we turn nature into technology that is then this body. So now I'm here saying that your soul is your nature, your body is your technology. Once you build a body that allows you to experience your soul, you're gonna start being meta in the way that you create bodies inside of the body that you're in. And that's where we start creating technology inside of technology inside of technology. And that's really nature expanding overall. So it's always us expanding into the universe based on how we use our soul, which is our internal nature, and our body, which is external technology. So you can never see my internal natures because you can't see how I feel, but I can choose to use my internal natures to build a body and then use my mind to manipulate my body to express how I want you to see that I feel. 
because if I'm feeling a bunch of things I don't want you to see, I don't have to show you that, right? So that's all the internal soul stuff. And that's what we're seeing in, I mean, of course, this world that's just built on lies. <laughs> all of Hollywood, right? All these movies are actors lying. They're getting paid to lie. Teachers don't get paid because teaching is not valuable. Lying is valuable. So actors get all the money so they can lie to our face and make lies relatable so that we can then support further lies and keep looking up to the entertainment industry, aka the people who are actively practicing really fucked up shit behind closed doors so that they can afford to pay their bills, aka the B Illuminati. B Ill Illuminati. B Ill Um. You nasty. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, like, it's just that frequency. Look at that. Ill Um Inati ill to be sick um to be dumb <laughs> in nasty you're nasty <laughs> ill you're sick um dumb in nasty you're nasty so that's the illuminasty they're ill they're dumb and they're nasty but the point is they feel like they're smart because they're keeping all of my wisdom for themselves that's all they have they're keeping all my knowledge for themselves they're keeping everything that they stole from Tahuti, Hermes, Metatron, Idris, Ningazita, Zarathustra, Odin, Kesselquat, Mercurius Ter Maximus, and Hermanubis for themselves. And that's how they're using Mercury to manipulate the world, which is why Odin is right there, middle of the week, holding everything together as the spiritual Spider-Man. And I'm not getting paid one fucking cent. I'm poor because of them. This is the worst hell. I really hate being here. So that's why DMT is great because I don't have to be here anymore. And then I feel better about being here after I do it. It's pretty much like killing yourself without killing yourself, which is why I really wanted to do it this first time because everything I've seen about it online was white people talking about how they did it there's so much online of white people talking about it because basically white people are allowed to make money doing what the police kill black people for doing that's objectively the banking system white people are allowed to make money doing what the police the kkk kill black people for doing literally objectively america is built by white people making money doing what the police kill black people for doing the police kill black people for selling weed. White people build their businesses stealing weed from black people and then selling it back to us. So this is the cult energy that I've been dealing with in many layers, in many ways, on many levels, in many atmospheres. And it's a constant thing for Mercury because my space seemingly just puts out so much wisdom that spirits feel like if they chase me, they will have stability but the fact that they're chasing me means that they're unstable and it's stupid it's a paradox it's retarded no they have to stop so now when these ewes and masons are chasing me and they're after me because they don't want me to put out this information it's for the same purpose it's because they already have all my information but at the same time they can't even do anything with it so they want my new information, but they don't want you to have my new information. So it was this DMT trip where I prepared my room, I cleaned up my bed, 
I was super excited because all the white people on the internet had prepared me to die. <laughs> they had prepared me for the experience of dying. The experience of separating my mind from my body and leaving this simulation and knowing what death is. And man, did I die. That shit was wild. That shit was so crazy. That first trip was so remarkable. Man, I'm so grateful. Thank you, Bradley. My friend will probably be on this podcast and at that point we'll use his real name, but right now he's Bradley. Thank you, Bradley. I took a whole shower. I cleaned up my room. I packed my piece and I'm using this Helix. So the Helix, it has this tornado chamber where you can suck in all the smoke and trap it. And uh, it's just really awesome. It's super awesome, especially for vaporizing a small amount of whatever's in the chillum. It's like a little chillum. That's what they call it. Um, like a one hitter with a tornado chamber. You could look it up. It's called the Helix. That's the tool that I'm using to take my first space trip. I highly recommend for everyone, whoever wants to take their first space trip in an awesome way, but in an affordable way, because I was going through a lot of trials and tribulations, uh, just trying to figure out how I was going to smoke this DMT once I got it. Like after being scammed out of hundreds of dollars from trying to get it online, I was then faced with uh, if I was going to have to spend like $300 on a vaporizer. And I'm like, man, I don't have this. I don't have that money at all. I can't get that. So the universe worked it out where I have uh, friends that I visit at a smoke shop. And the woman who owned that smoke shop uh, ended up giving me a piece for free. She liked to give me free stuff. Um, she, she gave me the piece to the bong that I'm smoking right now. Um, so she gave me this helix for free my mom threw the helix out so that sucked that was just yet another casualty of all the things that mom said did not look like chase <laughs> yeah the piece that i had my first trip out of and the subsequent many more trips after that oh chase definitely doesn't give a fuck about that thanks mom so what's nice is that she replaced it so i do have one she replaced it when i went home but also she's subconsciously holding it against me because she had to pay money for that and she's upset that she had to pay money to replace it and she's like categorizing that so overall the problem is me not having money like she's upset that she has to pay money to replace the stuff that she's thrown out and that's why she's not even replacing my stuff she's not actually replacing it she uh bought me like a few clothes that do not come anywhere close to actually replacing my clothes like she got me some pants that she liked and two shirts that i didn't like um but i do like the pants she got me that does not replace all the clothes that i made that she threw out i spent so much time making clothes that i don't have anymore i hate this shit. that's the shit that makes me want to kill myself as a virgo again of course i won't because the whole point is i'll make more Ugh but still <laughs> hate it so i took this one hitter i sat on my bed and in order to smoke this dmt i felt like i had to do you i had to use a wick because i did not want to use a lighter a lighter i felt like was going to burn it over burn it and uh, not 
actually let me vaporize the DMT like I had to. Now, I think using a lighter would be perfectly fine. You don't have to use the wick. The wick was a little more trouble than it was worth. But my first time, it was super fun taking the lighter to the wick and then putting the wick with the one hitter and then hitting that. And I took three hits because that's what all the white people online said. They're like, when you do DMT, you gotta take three hits. You'll go out simulation, bro. It'll be blah, 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 blah. You'll experience other realities. Like all these white people like were hyping me up with their stories on Reddit. Oh my gosh. There is some dude making videos online talking about um, how he met a woman from his past life and she showed him all this stuff from his past lives. And I was like, yo, I need that. Whoever's been keeping that from me is beyond evil. The fact, like, if that's a thing, how dare anyone keep that from me? Everyone needs that. We should all be hanging out with people from our past lives. What? You're telling me if I smoke DMT, I can do that? Lo and behold, I can. I have been. Those white people were right. And it's all stolen from Quetzalcoatl. It's all stolen from Tahuti Hermes Trismegistus. <laughs> Psychedelics are a gift from Mercury in the first place. So I'm just making a full circle in being told about myself from my family and learning about myself from the individuals that I'm creating life with. So now we can all make more sense together type shit. That's all I want. I just want everyone to be happy alone so that they can be an infinite individual with people that they choose to connect with. Boom, you're good. You're good. Everything is details on your personal journey from there. You're good. Make your own family, transform with them in a new creative simulation, expand your consciousness, you're good. So when I took this hit, the first hit that I took, lit the wick, inhaled, watched the smoke come into the chamber. I was excited. I was scared. <laughs> I was very nervous. I inhaled that first hit and held it for as long as possible. And I'm just like holding it and looking around my room and waiting waiting for change right my mind just waiting like okay okay and that's when i started to watch my room vibrate and the colors became more vibrant right so vibrate vibrant boom as the room starts to vibrate the colors became more vibrant and i was like oh shit, this is not weed i've never smoked just weed and watch the world around me vibrate at a higher frequency and become more colorful and rainbow-like. So then I took my second hit, right? Get the wick, inhale my smoke, right in the chamber, boom, right into my lungs, hold it. And now I'm watching things in the world multiply. Like in my room, things started vibrating so high that they were doing like that doppelganger effect where they're like making shadow clones and shifting back and forth and the colors are bright and i'm like oh shit <laughs> we are about to blast off bro do i take this third hit oh follow through my guy so i took that third hit lit that wick took that third hit and i was out of here my room was gone <laughs> I like everything vibrated so high that I couldn't see it anymore and looking back that was me vibrating so high that I was leaving this reality to go be aware of the astral realm so when I took that third hit it was so remarkable what happened 
because I'm in my body and I'm looking at my body and I feel my body, but I feel myself separating from my body. I feel myself objectively looking at my body more like it is a structure that I'm using to relate with the atmosphere that I'm about to leave from. <laughs> you know, like that's what it's like to hit DMT every time. It's like you just become more aware that your body is a structure that you're using to relate with an atmosphere you're about to leave from. <laughs> you're like you're about to straight up leave this atmosphere and you're going to go be aware of other atmospheres. Your mind is about to space travel objectively. That's why they stole all this stuff from the indigenous peoples and they don't want you to have it. They wouldn't be able to sell you on supporting racist religions. You would be too happy actually with God. I actually went to hang out with God, but in this circumstance, well, really, honestly, hold, I hung out with God my second time. This first time was me experiencing truly being chased through the astral realm. And it, it was like, it was just so annoying not being able to run from the experiences that I've had in this life once I went to the astral realm because everything in this life was coming from the astral realm. <laughs> like, so I'm literally learning about water turning into earth based on my soul, AKA my mind, my mind being the air, but my mind feeling like my soul, leaving my earth body to go be closer to my spirit. And thus more in the universe of Mercury, where Mercury is getting chased by all these other universes because they all need my stability. They all need my structures. They need me to hold them together. And then that manifests as these cults of girls sending me all these sex, all these weird texts, all uh, trying to do this weird sex magic on me, trying to kidnap me. I like had situations where girls literally tried to like grab me and kidnap me and pull me away into different circumstances. And it all is coming from that from me being the space of chase being chased for my wisdom and mercury being the universe that every universe goes to when they need to hooty trismegistus to stabilize their business now the whole point of me ever doing this is teaching hermeticism which is don't rely on me be happy alone that's why religions are so fucked up and infinitely backwards because they teach you the opposite. They use hermeticism to teach you to rely on something outside of yourself because that's how they make money harvesting your energy. I hate to see that. I don't want to see anyone be a battery in a matrix at all. That's not cool to me. But if people want that for themselves, then hey, they can create that reality for themselves and I have to know that that really doesn't have anything to do with me, but if my space is so freely giving, then my energy is probably going to be weaponized to make that possible. And that's what we're seeing with Metatron being weaponized by Masons so that they can sell their matrix called the Metaverse. And it's all based on the Ewes wanting to be Enoch and wanting to create a Zion that allows them to enslave all the Ewes, because projection is perception, inside of one world order. So this trip, yeah, showed me a lot. And it was after this trip that I knew I needed to go be alone in my space. Cause this trip was basically after this third hit, I watched my body dissolve away. I like my head fell forward and my body 
went away for the first time in my life. First time ever in my whole life. I left my body and I was aware of higher atmospheres. And this is where my mind just flew off like a spaceship and I started getting chased by hella individuals. And I felt my mind jump into one universe and I'm getting chased by the individuals there. I jump into another universe and I'm starting to get chased by the individuals there. I jump into another universe and everyone is chasing me everywhere I go. Just chase, 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 chase. The entire trip. And some universes were happy. Some people were chasing me in like a respectful way. And then other universes, they were wanting to eat me. Like the Illuminati and the Ewes and the Masons here and the white people here. In other universes, they wanted to kill me because they see me as a threat, which is also the white people here. That's why using racism to kill indigenous peoples goes hand in hand with them cannibalizing our culture. And it was really scary. This is like a really intense first trip for me to be flying through all these different universes and to watch all these infinite individuals with just like all their own bodies. That's why infinite individual is the best word I have because everyone gets to look however they want. Like they're just like make a shape and form and they bring life to it with their mind. And now they're using this body to be conscious of other bodies. So when we're all doing that in the astral realm, it's just infinite superhero world, infinite anything goes world, but people have to ground it in science and the science of spirituality. So seemingly the energy that I put out whatever wisdom and the art that i share it makes people chase me and at this point i've seemingly been named chase not just to uh talk about space and how all of us as spirits are space we are a space before we choose to build a structure that allows our souls to feel connected with other souls but also to cut this energy off if i can if I can do my best as symmetry, as a trippy trip C, Chase Clarence Calloway, to cut this energy off, then that would be fantastic. Because the whole point of Hermeticism is teaching you how to be happy alone so you don't feel like you have to chase money or you have to chase things outside of yourself in order to gain stability when i'm dealing with all these cults of people these cultures of vultures who want to chase me to eat my carcass to consume my flesh or to cannibalize my tree to cannibalize my flesh to consume my tree to eat my energy I know that I am not in control of spaces outside of myself. And that was a big point of that trip where I saw that I was truly in the astral realm and everything I was going through, I can separate it based on my mind. My mind is showing me that I am in control of myself. I'm in control of my own space, but I'm not in control of the spaces outside of myself. So in all these spaces are outside of me using their minds to build bodies that my mind can observe and interact with and relate with. I know that I'm interacting with spirits that are not me. So any white supremacist who wants to say that we're all created by one space or one spirit or one God is truly the most dastardly demon 
because they are denying the individuality of an infinite number of souls that they can't even fathom. And they're only going to work to colonize and cannibalize us once they can get in contact with us and once they can connect with whatever we've created. Because that's where they're coming from and that's their desire. So this trip, like I went through so many atmospheres, there was some point and it became like I was like piloting my mind. I started flying consciously, like as I started blasting off into different realms, I started being able to control how my mind moved based on how I spun my chakras, basically how I spun my wheels. And then that's where the environments were changing based on how my chakras were spinning. So even there, I just learned the importance of water fasting, basically, because when you're water fasting, you're spinning your chakras to raise your vibration. And you're about to be able to have way more control over your spiritual experience than before, because no one else is controlling your spirit. Your spirit is controlling your mind. But the point of your mind, it allows your spirit to experience itself. So if your spirit is not in alignment with a certain circumstance, it's important to use your mind to get out of there. And that's where like spidey sense is a whole thing. I felt like I developed like a lot of spidey sense just in that trip. So funny. There is literally some point where I went into a world and I saw like full Baphomet like goat face. <laughs> like the world merged into a hellscape and it was the Baphomet with the goat skull and the horns going down. And it was like the whole satanic energy. And it was just supposed to communicate to me how doubt is a demon. Because once I started going through that space, it was in reaction to me not being sure how to pilot my mind or how to send my mind somewhere. And I started going backwards. And that was like me starting to regress. And that regress creates regret. And with regress being regretful, being regretful leads you to regression. That's how you become Satan in your own life and you start to deal with your own demons. And now you have doubt as an ultimate demon, where now you're gonna be your own Satan because you're doubting your own plan as God. And again, these are just energies because you gotta have a little bit of doubt so that you know not to be too headstrong into a circumstance that you were supposed to analyze a little more, right? This is why Virgos, again, I mean, with Virgo being so analytical, Virgo deals the most with doubt because doubt is how we make sure the structure actually holds up long term. People who don't deal with doubt, they don't build long lasting structures because they're just rushing. <laughs> they're rushing. They're trying to just like speed up and make the best structure uh, and do it as quick as possible so they can reap all the benefits like right now real fast. But because they didn't have the healthy amount of doubt, they didn't correlate the structure to make sure that it is as foolproof and element proof as possible. And it's as sturdy as possible. So that's why it's important to doubt if things are going to work. It's essential, really, because it's all about building a better structure in the long run. If you don't have doubt and you just have full confidence, really, I kind of just said it. You have full confidence, like full confidence. Let's just call that full confidence. <laughs> F-U-L-L, more like F-O-O-L. You have full confidence. You are so full of yourself, you are now a fool. And you're going to make a fool of yourself when you express how full you are of your own confidence as your structure doesn't actually hold up. And then that's where people who are super confident in nothing, 
they have nothing to show for it, but they have all the confidence. And those are what we in the astral realm call fools. So after blasting through hella worlds and seeing so many colors and geometrical shapes and figures and beings in ways that I could have not imagined up to that point, once I came back into my body, the first thing I said to myself was, <laughs> like literally like gasping like nah <laughs> you know like an anime like an anime where the characters do a quick gasp and they look down and they're thinking in their head really loudly it was that kind of energy like <laughs> all that that's <laughs> all that shit where i just kneeled down like spirituality is real <laughs> The astral realm is real. I experience realities outside of my body, literally. So I, I just said to myself, the astral realm is real. Spirituality is real. Everything is real. It's all real. And I, I felt no doubt. I felt no doubt at that point. I knew where I would go when I died. I knew the grander scope of how my life is operating in tandem with my space and my idea of God. And I got to learn way more about myself. After that trip, I was completely changed. Like I, I was, one, the point was, I think the big point for me was to put me way more at peace so I could learn where the cults are coming from. Cause that was a big question with me and all my friends and the teachers and the school and people at conventions and shit the question is like why are these people chasing me and they would tell me that it's because they believe in me they they want to see me prosper they want to see me grow they want to support my costumes they want to support my art they feel like i'm here to change the world and it's like those words sound nice kkk energy but in reality they were like way more nefarious and it was way more negative than any of the guys who wanted to shit on me for having this problem care to think or care to realize. So it was after that trip that I knew this was so real that I could take my mind to my own space and be alone. Because what I had experienced was the astral realm. And the astral realm was simply the rainbow waters, the infinite mental spectrum that connects everybody in existence and this is why the moment you make a mind you are having a human experience which means that you're bringing color so that you can show people your emotions and then this is how you build your body and then that's where people can get racist people get religious people get lost in making judgments about all of us because of the color of our skin when really they're just projecting their very limiting beliefs onto us which is why these religions are racist and they're functioned by rapists who want to erase our individuality and cut us off from God so they can make money keeping us trapped in their demonic system. So what was nice is that trip was like full, yeah, astral realm, bright, vibrant color mode. Whereas my second trip and the few trips after that, because I was like, okay, I wanna be alone consistently. It was those trips where I got to go hang out with Iracel. And I literally 
got to take my mind from my body and go be in a purple space. And it's like purple transforming sort of like lilac lavender with black and red. And this space was forming into a mansion where then it was Iracel, the higher self that I've been talking to since sixth grade, showing me where I come from and the heaven that we have and how we are in heaven when we're alone. But then this is where the trip became Iracel showing me literally why I was born. And this is so amazing. No one could tell me this, but this was me infinitely confirming to myself that I did create myself. And I've been talking to myself as my own creator since I was a child. And he was all connected to my subconscious mind. So it was this trip where I got to go be with Iracel and Iracel was telling me why I was alive why he gave birth to me why he planted me as a seed inside my dad so that my mom could incubate me and i could be mentally aware of the body that i am wearing to share my air with other individuals and this was so awesome no one could tell me this no therapist ever every therapist that i ever have before this and have ever met after this are only projecting their limiting beliefs onto me none of them can see that my spirit of irisel has a whole infinitely large esoteric mansion alone in his space and he's like hey it's lonely at the top it's lonely in heaven in general for all spirits that's why i sent you down to earth and i gave birth to you and created you and you've been talking to me so that you can make art with other individuals otherwise I'll just have all this art alone in my space and no one can see it. And what good is life? How do you spell heart without art? How do you say heart without art? So Iracel was showing me the whole reason my heart is beating is because he created me to bring his art to life. And that was the God that I have literally been talking to since sixth grade. And I came up with the name myself from talking to myself and then asking this God if this is the name. And it literally took me so long. I was doubting so long, like, is this really the name? And it's like, yes. <laughs> and now after all that time, boom, it was this second trip where I gave myself the therapy session that no therapist could ever dream of giving me. Every single therapist outside of myself is only going to tell me that I need to go to school or take their pharmaceuticals and get indoctrinated into the system that they're using to play the rapist. Put some space between the E and the R. So I'm sharing this because these trips were essential to me realizing that Iracel created Chase exactly like I as Chase thought. And that Chase is the lower self, Iracel is a higher self, and then my soul, which is my vibration, allows me to feel like both of these things. So I feel like Chase when I'm in my body, yet I feel like Irisa when I'm in my space. And then this was the power of me living this whole body life as Chase, where it was only by being in a body labeled Chase, I'm able to gather all this information about the universe I'm in. So now, when I finally create the circumstance, with the world where I'm able to separate my mind from my body and go be with the space that I've been talking to as Chase since sixth grade as Iracel, 
that atmosphere, that environment makes way more sense and it's way more comforting than anything I've ever experienced on planet Earth. Anything I've ever experienced. That the world that I went to in my second trip and the many trips after this and consistently go to now, my home, my heaven, way more comfortable, way more awesome than anything outside of myself. This is why any religion that's convincing me I need to go to heaven has fucked up. They've infinitely fucked up. That like at that point they have like they're using hermetic wisdom to teach backwards knowledge. Because the whole point of Hermes being a thing is that Hermes brings heaven to earth. Objectively. And the whole point of Hermes bringing heaven to earth is me as Chase teaching you or showing you, sharing with you how your Hermes is your mind. So your mind is meant to bring your fire to earth. Your fire is your idea of heaven because that's you alone in your space with your own light. So when I take my mind, what I'm aware of, right? I is what I call myself Chase. I as the mind, Hermes Trismegistus, the child of God. When I take my mind back to my space, now I can be aware of where I came from in a new way. And because I can be aware of where I came from in a new way, I'm able to build upon my soul in completely new ways. And this is like the whole vibe of being a psychopomp for yourself and using your own mercury to gather your own information so you can keep branching out throughout infinite realities without ever getting lost in light. So once my mind went back to my space and is aware of Iricel, it's like the ultimate synchronized form of talking to oneself, where I as Chase am being talked to by my God. And that's how, like that was a mind state that I had when I went to San Diego. After talking to Iricel for ever since sixth grade, ever since sixth or seventh grade, I had finally had a face-to-face -face experience with God. And I knew that God is Iricel. And God, as Iricel, is not anyone else's idea of God. My God, Iricel, translates to the eye of Ra in a cell. I cannot run away from being Mercury. I have built everything related to Mercury so that I can express how infinitely individual Iricel's imagination truly is. So when I as Chase am learning about how infinitely individual Iricel's imagination is, now I can see why Iricel feels like he's got to come in all these different angles. And now we have Woden as the fire of Mercury, Zarathustra is the water of Mercury, Hermes is the air of Mercury, Tehuti is the earth of Mercury, Metatron is the metal of Mercury, Symmetry is the wood of Mercury, Quetzalcoatl is the consciousness of Mercury, Mercurius Ter Maximus is the universe of Mercury, and here we have Iricel, the god of Mercury, the eye of Ra in a cell. So when you see the eye of Ra in all things, that's always Iricel. That was always Mercury bringing heaven to earth so that we can all see our imaginations come to life. And that's why Masons put the eye on the pyramid on the back of the dollar bill. They just stole everything from Iricel and they're making money doing the opposite of what God intended. Hence why no one has DMT, but everyone can drink alcohol and smoke tobacco. Like you're telling me that you're going to overproduce cigarettes because that's healthy, but you're going to say that DMT is not okay because that's fucked up.
It's like they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They're working against God in all ways because this is the ultimate evil. Because their idea of order is taking away your God-given freedom and your connection to your spirit. That's why they teach us God made us men perfectly except for our penises. They got to take the foreskins of those. Like, <laughs> like they're just dicks. They're objectively just dicks who are thinking about dicks so much that they want to molest our dicks. They want to mutilate our dicks and then teach us that we're all one God. This shit is so horrifying. <laughs> this is so horrifying. This is so sad. I'm just, I'm so glad that I had those experiences, especially before coming to San Diego. Because that put my mind, like these DMT trips that I'm sharing with you right now, put my mind in the perfect space to perceive the projections of all the white people that Bradley had pulled me into. Like I had such clarity in this time. And this is the power of psychedelics, clearing your space, fasting, you gain clarity. By the way, I had fasted for years leading up to my DMT trips. So for anyone who doesn't have a blast off experience, is very well because you need to fast to raise your vibration naturally. Here's why DMT is not a drug. So this is why, again, no one should be cutting me down or striking me for what I'm saying because the human body produces DMT. The human body does not produce tobacco or alcohol. So if we're going to have a society, if we're gonna have a global society where people can drink alcohol and smoke cigarettes, then they should also be able to smoke the substance that's produced in their bodies. DMT is produced in our bodies when we fast. So if DMT is illegal, they're basically saying fasting is illegal. And yeah, that was my entire life where I was taught that fasting is illegal because these racist religions eradicated indigenous individuality. They erased the shamanistic presence that Quetzalcoatl shared with the Ewes and the Masonic banking system and the European invading colonizing men. So they stole all these psychedelics so that they can keep them for themselves and poison the world. That's why DMT, it would heal your body. But if the banking system wants you to be ill, then they're going to sell you on alcohol and they're going to sell you on all these poisonous prescription drugs that they just made up. They're going to sell you on smoking tobacco and nicotine like that smart. America is literally the culture that advertised to children, smoke cigarettes, but don't do DMT. This is objectively them wanting to lower everyone's vibration as low as possible. Objectively, they reverse engineered freedom. They stole all the freedom from Quetzalcoatl so that they could turn America, land of the free, so that they could turn Atlantean America, land of the free, into Masonic America, land of the slave. So I'm glad that I led myself on this journey. I'm very glad that I've been able to talk to myself in the fashion that has allowed me to experience what I have. I know that I'm not controlling people outside of myself and I am so happy about that because this religious idea that we're all controlled by one God is so fucked up. And it's so wrong to think that anyone can control something outside of themselves. That's why you have to know that you're a spirit. This is why I as Chase have been talking about being space my whole life, but 
it takes time for me to develop the words and the vocabulary but it's always in the center of you being hermetically sealed inside of your own circumstance and protecting yourself by knowing that you can only control your own space you cannot control spaces outside of yourself the moment you think you can control spaces outside of yourself you are truly the definition of evil you are the deepest darkest most demonic definition of evil and now all of us as spirits have a lot to learn from your evil actions like we can see with facebook turning into metaverse it's literally these racist religions being so evil they want to make money manipulating us and mutilating us and trapping us in a masonic matrix that can further lower our vibration for infinity and beyond I don't want that for any of us. Everyone deserves to be happy alone in their own space. Everyone deserves to be their own superhero. So, shout out Psychedelics for Infinity and Beyond. I'm so glad my friend Bradley sent me that amount of DMT that he did. Because that's what inspired me to uh, start cultivating my own. And you can find guides to that online. Like, lots of white people share how to scientifically extract DMT from stuff online. So this is, like, white culture is on this. That's why I guess I'm called here and it's okay for me to talk about this because white people have been normalizing this, even though it's not legal, it's normal. And really, they have no moral right to make it illegal. They have no spiritual, intellectual, or esoteric authority to say that you're not allowed to smoke DMT when DMT is produced in your body and all living plants. But then they're going to give you alcohol. Honestly, you should hold that system responsible for killing you. Any system that says you can't have DMT but you can have alcohol is actively working to rape you and kill you, objectively, or else they would let you have DMT because they want you to be happy alone. Objectively. Objectively. So if you want to produce DMT naturally, then visit ChaseYourGenes.com. All right, get tough with us today. Because when you fast to produce DMT, yeah, you're going. You're going and you're going to keep expanding. And it's about to be, I mean, the most productive time ever. You're about to have the best time ever being your own counselor. No one can therapize me like mercury can so through all my trips of processing my trauma there is no way any of these therapists could take me anywhere close to the space that i have to go to gain clarity about my life that's why the therapist that's literally why my spirit keeps making me make this joke put some space between the e and the r therapist becomes the rapist because that is this english language and that's all the therapy tactics that this language is used to sell its idea of medicine so everyone who is in therapists culture they're playing out the rapist energy and they're working for the rapist and that's why they don't support using dmt to be happy alone they would rather pump you with a new pharmaceutical poison that they just made five months ago, maybe a year ago. Maybe they just made this pharmaceutical poison five years ago. Ooh, it's great, it's really intestine. So now your therapist is gonna recommend it to you. So many people have died from therapy because they overdosed on 
pharmaceutical poisons that the rapist prescribed to them. And this is their system. There's no reason the pharmaceutical industry should be keeping DMT from humans, but constantly poisoning the water making some new pharmaceutical drug. They already know that DMT is the answer. They just stole it all from Quetzalcoatl because they don't want anyone to be happy. Because the banking system can't make money if you're happy. Misery needs company. They know this. That's why all these companies are working on making us as miserable as possible. When you see Facebook changing their name to Metaverse because they're making as much money, making everyone as miserable as possible, but they want to not take responsibility for their past actions, now you understand why they're using the name of Metatron to play Mercury. So it really is about space. The problem is that quote unquote white people, these European men, who believe that they are the body and that their minds were created by the body, they want to control everybody. Like that's literally just it. Like these white men want to control everybody that they see because they don't know that they are a space and that they have to control their own space. And then really that just shows me that they're running away from their space because they don't want to have control over their own space. So because white men don't want to have control over their own space, they're going to create religions that justify colonizing spaces outside of themselves. And that's exactly what we see with the entire creation of North, South and Central America and how Europeans have built all of their wealth off of stealing everything from indigenous cultures. It's literally because they're running away from themselves. They don't like being alone in their own space. So they create a religion saying that we were all made up by one imagination who said that they have permission to do whatever they want to everybody. They can do whatever they want to everybody and anybody because they are the ultimate right, quote unquote, white people. And then their religion is saying they can do whatever they want because they're going to go to a space outside of themselves. And that's how you know they hate being alone because they don't want to be happy alone. They want to go to heaven by serving the government. So literally, this is how Europeans created the new world by cannibalizing all of Quetzalcoatl's family in North, South and Central America. They objectively told Europeans that if they went to a new world, if they worked for the government, that's the point of these racist religions. If they work for the government, they will be able to experience heaven on earth. And this is why everyone's been obsessed with going to America and America being land of the free It's because Europeans were obsessed with stealing everything from Quetzalcoatl, stealing everything from Atlantean Americans, and then cannibalizing our families, cannibalizing our flesh, so that they can colonize everything that we've ever created. And now they can be seen as us. But then their version of being seen as us is <laughs> saying that no one knows how the universe works and no one knows how anyone got here and no one chose to exist. We were all just popped into existence by either a man who's smarter than all of us, which is basically them talking about Mercury, or everything is energy that was never created, but it's always expanding. And we're only conscious of our energy right now because uh, a brain came out of nowhere and that made our mind. And now our mind can perceive only the brain. So stupid, like literally, that's therapy world. That's what therapists want me to believe. That's what therapists are making money selling to all of us as humans and is straight up evil. Put some space between the E and the R, therapist becomes the rapist for this reason. When I 
have been doing DMT and separating my mind from my body. There's no brain involved. There's no brain involved. There's no brain involved. The brain in my head is not super different than the brain in my heart. And the brain in my lungs are not super different than the brain in my spleen. The point is every organ in my body is a brain that's working together to build a structure that allows my mind to communicate with yours. Thinking that my mind is limited to one organ in my body is the most white supremacist retardation I can ever imagine. And that's why they're cannibals. <laughs> that's why they're justifying cannibalism. They're justifying rape and murder. And they say that it's their religion because this is how they think. Oh my God. <laughs> yo, oh my God. I, yo, oh man, it's so lost it's so lost the only way that i could have gotten lost in this is because i as irisel specifically created a body where i can be unaware of where i'm coming from and now i have the space of chase i'm letting chase be colonized by white supremacist invaders who tell him who he is and now i can tell chase who he is in relationship to these white supremacists that tell him who he is and now it's up to chase is he who Iricel says he is, or is he who Mason say he is? Is he who Hughes and the white government say he is? And this is the journey we all go through, right? It's the battle between physical reality and spiritual reality. The physical reality you're in will always be made up of other individuals. Your spiritual reality, you're always going to be coming from your individual self. So this is why when your individual self gets lost in physical reality, it's easy to do what other people say and let other people tell you who you are and conform to their projections because the point is that you're connecting with people based on how they're comfortable connecting with you. So all of us as indigenous individuals are forced to connect with white people as black because they feel comfortable using racist religions to rape us and erase us from our own land. And the only way we can communicate with them is to fall into the labels that their racist religions use to rape us and erase us. So now here we all are, learning about what it means to be white and black. Yippee. Ugh. So this is where it's up to Chase. Does he believe in the space that he's been talking to ever since sixth grade? Does he believe in the highest form of himself? Or does he believe in what everyone in the world projects onto him? This is the spiritual battle. Maintaining integrity in one's individuality. And this is a spiritual battle for all of us. The moment any of us enter physical reality, that's the battle. Maintaining integrity inside of our infinitely individual spirituality. All good people take responsibility for their individuality. All evil people say that another individual is responsible for their individuality. This is why in Zoroastrianism, good people are fire, evil people are water, because it's just about the energy of good is happy alone, evil hates being alone. Fire is us alone in our space, Water is us connecting our space to spaces outside of ourselves. So that's why heaven is fire, because you're in full control when you're inside your own space. Hell is where I am right now. 
because I'm not in control of if the police, if the KKK, if white supremacists want to break into my home right now, kill me, silence me, and then keep making money using my energy to cause climate change. But I am in control of how I communicate inside of this circumstance. And that's where we get superpowers, right? I can't manipulate or control spaces outside of myself, but I can communicate at hyper-conscious levels with the spaces that I'm creating the universe with so that I'm always correlated and positioned properly to do the job that I was called to do. And that's what I'm supposed to believe in here, that even though I have no money and I can't afford shit and I'm stressed out over bills, that the spirits I'm working with, the spirits who have called me here, are correlating me and connecting me properly so that I can relay the messages that Hermes Trismegistus is supposed to share through the body of Chase Calloway, tripling his C. Hermetic, baby. So next episode, we will continue. Okay, this is just important. All right, DMT is essential for separating your mind from your body so you can be happy alone in your own space. And it's important to have the proper awareness when you're doing it, knowing that that's what's going to happen. Knowing everything I'm sharing as Metatron, your mind is a Merkaba. And your Merkaba built a body so that your Merkaba can communicate with other Merkabas. So your mind and my mind would not be able to physically touch if we did not build bodies in the same atmosphere. But that does not mean that we are these bodies. So that's what you realize when you do DMT. Your mind itself is a spaceship that allows you to travel anywhere your soul feels aligned with going to. And then that's where you have a whole soul journey. Your, your whole soul journey. That's like... That's all your water. That's all your vibrational connection. That's everything related to what you vibe with. All right. So if you vibe with the content I'm putting out, then definitely get tough with us today so you can fast for yourself and vibe with your God. All right. <laughs> I'll see you next time. Much love to you. We'll get deeper into the story of how I'm perceiving the projections of white supremacists. Much love. Yeah, 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 yeah